Chapter Six of Stories of King Arthur and His Knights. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Chan. Stories of King Arthur and His Knights by U. Waldo Cutler. Chapter Six: The Lady's Knight. The king was wedded unto Dame Guenever at Camelot with great solemnity. Just as all were sitting at the high feast that followed the marriage, there came running into the hall a white hart, followed by a whole pack of hounds with a great cry, and the hart went about the table round. At a fierce bite from one of the dogs, the hart made a great leap, and overthrew a knight that sat at the table, and so passed forth out of the hall again, with all the dogs after him. When they were gone the king was glad, for they made such a noise. But Merlin said, Ye may not leave this adventure so lightly. Let call Sir Gawain, for he must bring again the white heart. I will, said the king, that all be done by your advice. So Sir Gawain was called, and he took his charge and armed himself for the adventure. Sir Gawain was one of King Arthur's nephews, and had just been made a knight, for he had asked of the king the gift of knighthood on the same day that he should wed Fair Guenever. So Sir Gawain rode quickly forth, and Gaheris his brother rode with him, instead of a squire, to do him service. As they followed the hart by the cry of the hounds, they came to a great river. The hart swam over, and they followed after, and so at length they chased him into a castle, where in the chief courtyard the dog slew the hart before Sir Gawain and young Gaheris came up. Right so there came a knight out of a room with a sword drawn in his hand, and he slew two of the greyhounds, even in the sight of Sir Gawain, and the remnant he chased with a sword out of the castle. When he came back, he said, O oh, my heart, me repenteth that thou art dead, for my sovereign lady gave thee to me, and poorly have I kept thee. Thy death shall be dear bought if I live. Anon he came fiercely towards Sir Gawain, and they struck mightily together. They clothed their shields and broke their helms and hauberks, so that the blood ran down to their feet. At the last Sir Gawain smote the knight so hard that he fell to the earth, and then he cried for mercy and yielded himself, and besought Sir Gawain, as he was a knight and gentleman, to save his life. "'Thou shalt die,' said Sir Gawain, "'for slaying of my hounds.' I will make amends, said the knight, unto my power. Sir Gawain would no mercy have, but unlaced his helm to strike off his head, when at that instant came his lady out of a chamber. She fell upon her husband just as the blow descended, and so Sir Gawain smote off her head by misadventure, and the knight was saved. Alas, said Gaheris, that is foul and shamefully done. That shame shall never depart from you. You should give mercy unto them that ask mercy, for a knight without mercy is without honour. Sir Gawain was so astonished at the death of the fair lady that he knew not what he did, and he said unto the knight, Arise, I will give thee mercy, and go thou unto King Arthur, and tell him how thou art overcome by the knight that went in the quest of the white heart. I care not for mercy now said the knight, for thou hast slain my lady that I loved best of all earthly things. It matters not whether I live or die. 
Then Sir Gawain went into the castle, and made ready to rest there all night. "'What will ye do?' said Gaheris. "'Will ye unarm you in this country? "'Ye may believe ye have many enemies here.' He had no sooner said that word than there came four knights well armed, and anon they made Sir Gawain and Sir Gaheris yield themselves as prisoners, in spite of the brave battle wherein Sir Gawain was sore wounded in the arm. Early on the morrow they came to Sir Gawain in the prison, one of the ladies of the castle, and said, "'Sir Knight, what cheer?' "'Not good,' said he. "'It is your own fault,' said the lady, "'for ye have done a passing foul deed in the slaying of the lady, "'which will be great disgrace unto you. "'Be ye not of King Arthur's kin?' "'Yes, truly,' said Sir Gawain. "'My name is Gawain, and my mother is King Arthur's sister.' "'Ah, then are ye nephew unto King Arthur,' said the lady, "'and I shall so speak for you that ye shall have conduct to King Arthur, for love of him.' Then anon they delivered Sir Gawain under this promise, that he should bear the dead lady to the court, the severed head hanging about his neck. Right so he rode forth unto Camelot, and Merlin made him tell of his adventure, and how he slew the lady, and how he would give no mercy unto the knight, whereby the lady was slain. Then the king and the queen were greatly displeased with Sir Gawain, and by ordinance of the queen there was set a quest of ladies on Sir Gawain, and they ordered him for ever while he lived to be with all ladies, and to fight for their quarrels, and that ever he should be courteous, and never refuse mercy to him that asketh mercy. Thus was Gawain sworn upon the four evangelists that he should never be against lady nor gentlewoman, except if he fought for a lady, and his adversary fought for another. Thus endeth the adventure of Sir Gawain, that he did at the marriage of King Arthur. End of chapter 6